Hello, everybody. You've got a pose in the matrix here. It is another Monday night. Um, nice and warm down by Brian, a little chilly up here. Um, it is uh, 7.11 p.m., and it's on the 14th. Today is the 14th of, uh, of June. And tonight we are going to be looking at, you guessed it, <laughs> more COVID stuff. But this is going to be good stuff because there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike. By the way, hi, Brian. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean hi, Hi, hi everybody. Good, good, good deal. <laughs> Sorry. Good I was getting ready to bust out of the gate and go, and I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, I didn't introduce Brian. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, folks, it's uh, it's been an interesting week, as you all know. Um, Biden's continues to make a fool out of himself in our country. Um, expect nothing more, except nothing less. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, I don't know. It's like a it's like a clown show. It really is. It's it's like watching um, a group of idiots uh, try to run something. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's so ludicrous that I can't even put words to it anymore. Um, so so Brian. Um, oh, I was meant to ask you. Have you seen any interesting things off your out your back window? <laughs> no, not 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 lately. Just. Huh? Good. Just some, just we we live above a golf course, so I, the only thing I've seen is some golfers with a bad swing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's why they're at the driving range. Uh, remember Caddyshack? I want you to yeah. go out and kill all the golfers. Yeah. All the golfers. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, folks. Um, you've probably been watching the news as much as we have, and maybe we're going to hash over some stuff that you've already heard whoa i made this thing big i don't know how i did that but there we go <clears throat> this is all experimental to us folks this is all new to us this zoom thing so bear with us as we get used to it please <laughs> um I'm really happy to report you know i was telling brian i did a video last night and uh a show and and uh as of uh 24 hours from the show there's already 100 hits it was that's amazing um, not that we're in it for the hits or, or for anything else, but just the fact that that happened is, uh, is testimony to the show's going somewhere. And I'm really happy about that. Yeah. And, uh, I think that uh, since a lot of the, um, uh, I don't know how to put it. A lot of the crazy stuff is gone. Um, you know, I think if folks see that we're serious and that we're, we're keeping the serious, honest issues, Instead of going way off the uh, well off the beaten path in the things that um, shouldn't be gone into, in my estimation, but um, that's why I'm glad you're aboard, Brian. I really am. You know, it's uh, it's pleasant to have somebody that's you know got the same wave same wavelength as I have. You know, and uh, Are you you're on the AM channel too. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Christian version of Coast to Coast <laughs> AM. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So um, anyway, there's been a lot of this um, stuff going on with with Fauci and stuff. And, you know, I got to say that if Fauci gets away with this, then then there's no hope. Uh, what are we talking about? It's it's pretty well been established that he has had some um, involvement in the China lab stuff and that they were he knew that they were making these uh, vaccines into bioweapons. 
and uh, and actually helped to fund it with our taxpayer money. So uh, I don't know what to say about that, except that, you know, if it, if it does happen to where we get to the point where these people are held responsible for their actions, you know, I don't know. He, he is um, he's a schmuck. Sorry to say that. Or Stunod, if you want to use uh, Italian, because he is Italian. So, um, and he's an embarrassment to us Italians. My goodness, I mean, we've already have a reputation of not being not so smart, you know. And uh, he just takes the cake. Well, he's criminally not so smart, though. He's uh, crazy like a fox, so to speak. But um, so, Brian, have you heard anything about that? Well, I did. Yeah, I heard a lot of stuff. I read some stuff too. <clears throat> Excuse my got a throat thing going on tonight. Um, gosh, where do you start with Fauci? Uh, Fifty years of corruption. I guess yeah. you could start there. Mm-hmm. Um, I read today, and I've read other places that he's not only involved with the lab in Wuhan, but he's basically an investor in it financially. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he develops these vaccines. He has three or four companies that he uses to develop the vaccines uh, funded by the American people. Mm-hmm. And then he, because of his position of power and his position of power, he's like really, he's positioned himself in the government to where he's right now one of the most famous, most powerful government uh, figures next to the president and yeah. in, in office right now. He wields a lot of power. Matter of fact, I'll get back to what my original comment, but he, think about it. He used his, he manipulated the world into shutting down. Right. He did something that a president of the United States can't do, and that's to get other countries to shut down, to force vaccinations, to wear masks. I mean, even Hamas and Hezbollah did that during Mm -hmm. The virus yeah. the last year and a half. They they actually did the social distancing. They wore the masks. They did everything. And they and their orders came from Fauci. Basically uh-huh. the world followed what Fauci said. Uh except maybe China, obviously, and Russia, but most of the other part of the world, the free world, followed what Fauci said and did. What president could have done that? Right. Uh Republican or Democrat, that's never been done before by any president. The mm-hmm. only thing I can think of that comes close is during World War II. Uh, but even then, it wasn't the whole world. It was 100 and, uh, just off the top, 182 countries were shut yeah. down. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> think about the power and think about the ego that you must have about it. And as you know, uh, during the pandemic and even now, and it's coming out because of his book and because of what's been exposed with his emails, how he lied about how bad the virus really was. Right. He lied about where it came from. And the reason he lied where it came from is that very lab is the lab that he's invested in that he helps manage, mm-hmm. um, not directly, but indirectly, yeah. um, to create bioviruses for biowarfare. These, vir- these things they're producing, I've read in this lab, aren't for cures. They're for weapons. Right. It's basically a weapons depot for mm-hmm. viruses. They're, they're saying, oh, they're doing all these experiments to find cures for different viruses and different illnesses. But in, in, in reality, China is using it to create bioweapons 
Because, see, they want to kill, they want to take over America, but they don't want to nuke us totally because then they can't occupy us if we're radioactive. Right. So they want to get us sick. They want to kill us and or get us so sick we're no good. And on top of that, what they want to do, this is China, they want to use these viruses to wreck our economy. And that was their main focus of this attack. And this was an attack, folks. This was definitely an attack. They use this virus to shut our economies down. And what did it do? It, it, it shut us down and wrecked our economies. And it's interesting in China, they didn't shut all of China down with the virus. Right. That's right. They shut the city down where the main virus came from and maybe a couple others. And then they locked those cities down. But the rest of China was open. Mm-hmm. And they shut down domestic flights out of Wuhan, but they allowed international flights to go anywhere in the world from Wuhan. So this whole thing was an attack and Fauci is in the middle of it. He should be put up for war crimes and treason. He should be in prison on death row uh, because he's responsible for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of deaths and illnesses. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, and so with, with that said, what I read today is that, he helps develop these vac- these vaccines. They create the virus, but then they develop the vaccines with the different pharmaceutical companies. And then they test them. Uh, now, before COVID, they would test a lot of these vaccines like Bill Gates would do. They test them on South Africa, the African, the continent of Africa. They would test them on populations that, and they'd, they'd give these vaccines for free saying, hey, we'll help, this will help you. But it actually, in fact, it kills them. And um, their immune systems are even some parts of Africa and parts of the world, their immune systems of those people, because of nutrition or lack of it, their immune systems are even lower than ours. So you may get the vaccine. You might be okay now, but maybe a year from now, you may not. With them, it would, it would show signs of illness right away. And so they killed hundreds of thousands of people in the in the last 10 years in the african continent and other places in the world and this is bill gates too not just fauci right so they developed these vaccines first they developed the disease then they developed the vaccines and then they sell them and they get the government to pay for it Mm -hmm. and then fauci uh, gets a kickback fauci actually gets a percentage of the sales and he has three or four um, I would just call minions that are right. uh, that are b- right below him that we don't see on television or hear about, and he they get bonuses from these vaccines from the profits of these vaccines, and so this whole thing this whole thing is about money. It's about money and power. Unfortunately, and, uh, yeah. we said it before, Dave and I, in the past, and uh, the government. The best person to take care of your family is you. Right. Don't depend on a government agency or anybody else except yourself and your family and your local church to help you out and your neighbors. The government is not going to be there for you. They they tell you they're going to do this, that, and the other thing. FEMA, and FEMA is a good thing. You know, it goes into areas, but it, it takes a while for them to get there. What are you going to do for the week they're not there? Mm-hmm. If the roads are closed, there's an earthquake, or, what are you going to do? you got to fend yourself. So... What's going on with this virus? Um, I'm trying to just think of the words. This 
fake virus, this fake disease is, and I've mentioned this before in other shows, it's being used for several things. One is a test run to see if the American people in the world would obey their local governments. It did. They did. We did. So they wanted to see it and it worked. Two, they wanted to see how the virus is actually going to work. Did it really kill people? Did it, how effective was actually wasn't that effective. That's why they have the vaccines. The vaccines are doing what the virus couldn't do. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why we're going to talk about tonight. I think we're going to go into a little bit of the stats on some of the people that died. It's crazy. Right. And then uh, the other thing is it was to put fear into say the American people and to make the government look like we're going to save you. Just listen to us. We'll keep you safe. Mm -hmm. And so, and then the fourth thing, it was used to change laws and to, for these dictator governors like yours, Kate Brown, Jeez, to yeah. force things on us through uh, executive order, as you say, to give us laws for our good. Don't go to church. You could die to go to church, but you can go to the liquor store. Yeah, or you the won't bar. die going into yeah. the liquor store, but you'll die if you go to church. Mm-hmm. Total attack on freedom of religion, total attack on freedom, period. And would it be due? Am I speaking as the whole country? I know there's uh, there's a lot of us that didn't go that route. Um, we followed them right off the cliff just yeah. because they said. And the leader of this whole thing, it wasn't President Trump. It's not even Biden. It's not Kamala. It's Fauci. As far as the coronavirus goes and the vaccines, Fauci's calling the shots. Right. And he's been corrupt for 50 years. Uh, he's basically an Italian mafia family. No offense, Dave. <laughs> no, that's all right. <laughs> he's an Italian mafia family running our medical system for the country. Mm-hmm. And um, he's he's using his position to make himself rich, to make others rich. And he's lined up with the one world order. He's uh, him and Bill Gates are friends. They know each other quite well. Mm-hmm. Um they're Fauci's and he, I think Fauci's like 82 or 84. I think he's 82. I'm not sure, but he knows he doesn't have a lot of time. He could be gone tomorrow or he could live another 10 years, but not most of his life is passed by him. Mm-hmm. He's working as hard as he can to push these vaccines, not just to make money, but to bring in the, the deep state, the dark government, because that's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. It's about bringing in the deep state, the dark government to take over the country completely. And so, I mean, uh, children have been known not to get the virus. I mean, very, very, very few p- children. And they almost like it's almost 100 percent recovery if they do. It's like way up there, more than the adults. But yet, even down here, all in California, Governor uh, Ward Newsom uh, tomorrow's the 15th of June, and we're supposedly all the restrictions are going to be gone, including masks. Mm-hmm. But the schools still have to wear masks if you're going to go to school. So it's just that's the hypocrisy is just incredible because you can go to Costco. We have the third busiest Costco in America where I live. I was there yesterday. At any given time, there's two to 3,000 people in that Costco. Ooh. And when the restrictions come off, It'll be, you can not have to wear a mask if you go in there. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. But you have to wear it in school when you're around 30 kids six feet apart. Right. So it's just 
It's all about control. And Fauci, it, Fauci reminds me, uh, actually, he reminds me of Hitler. I'll tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. He, he, he comes across like he's there to help you. He's, he's, oh, you know, wear a mask, then don't wear a mask. You can sleep with somebody and have sex with them and just make sure you wear a mask. <laughs> and, and I bring that up because that was on the news. Yeah. And it was. That, I'm just showing folks, you know, all this. You've seen this on the news itself. You know all about it. it it's, it's deranged, deranged syndrome. Um, the, it's just, the left and the and the Democrats, and I don't mean all the Democrats, but the left has lost their minds. Mm-hmm. Fauci has, he is just, he's consumed with power, consumed with money, and he's willing to sell his own mother down the river to make a buck and to control. And so um, it's just... Gosh, it's hard to put it in words because so much has been said about this over the last year. So I, I don't, I'm repeating myself, but Anthony Fauci is like an antichrist type. Yeah. He's a sociopath and he's a narcissist sociopath. And obviously he is because he has no feelings about all the people that have been dying. He never came out against the, uh, uh, what was it, the governor of New York. Cuomo, mm-hmm. for putting all those patients, COVID patients, in the assisted living retirement communities. That's right. Knowing they were going to die and get the, get, the, get the COVID, and he did it anyway, and Fauci never spoke up against that, ever. Mm-hmm. So what's that say? And I think five, five to, five to 10,000 elderly people died in New York City alone from that. Right. So this... This, the COVID looks like it's ending, uh, but I got a feeling, and we've talked about this in the past, Dave, um, the vaccines are the next COVID wave. The right. vaccine that everybody's getting is going to create another pandemic. It's just a matter of time. I'm thinking within, a, uh, I'd say within a couple of years or less, there'll be another pandemic. Right. And, 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 they're gonna and how are they going to do it, Brian? They're going to say, okay, they're going to say, well, you know, okay, well, this is the different variant. You got to get another vaccine, another booster, or something. They said that today on the news here. Yeah, there's another variant. Yeah, and they said you, you got to get a booster shot. And so, you know, you go in to, to get a booster shot against being sick, and it's just going to make you sicker. And yeah. the booster shot's going to be like the final nail in the coffin. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I was um, I, I don't mean if you no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, uh, there's an article on um. And you got me started on this natural news. Thank you, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I want 10% of everything. Yeah, okay. Even of my debt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, this is crazy, this thing. I just, I got. Oh, hey, does your computer talk back to you, Dave, and say, Dave? What are you doing with that button, Dave? <laughs> no, but I ought to program it to do My that. audience is old enough will remember 2001 Space Odyssey. Right. Okay, well, this other window opened up right in front of what I was going to – okay, there it goes. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember, Brian, or have you even ever heard of it, but uh, back in the 50s and early 60s, they conducted an experiment at drive-in movie theaters, of all things. And what they did is um, – I think it was sponsored by Coca-Cola – what they did is they, they put 
in the movie, they spliced in a, one little frame in the movie. It said, get a drink of Coke now or something like that. And right after that flickered in the people's brains, they didn't even see it consciously, but unconsciously they did. And they just kind of looked at it because everybody would get out of their car at that time and go to the, you know, the place where you got the food and uh, the concession stand and buy and get a Coke. So they knew that this worked. And, you know, you back in when we were young believers, uh, there was that thing going around about backmasking and music and stuff like that. And to a degree, that's true. Um, a lot of it's played backwards, but your mind can hear it and decipher it. That's and, right. Uh, so there's an article on Natural News that says, Mass Hypnosis, the Disturbing Psychology Behind the Global Vaccine Suicide Cult. And basically, um, without reading the whole article, basically what it's saying is that they're conditioning the people through through different means like television and um, movies, maybe, if people still go to movies or, or mm-hmm. videos or something like that. Um, and they're probably doing it that way, you know, or they could be inserting um, different uh, – soundtracks into the movie you know like a soundtrack on the side that plays at the same time you don't hear it but your brain picks it up the human brain's amazing um what's left of it anyway yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, so you know there's there's uh i gotta get serious yeah no there's <laughs> So there's a, you know, there's a way for them to do this. You know, they have Project Blue Beam and the whole whole nine yards. Yeah. So uh, they can they can beam this stuff right into your house and and consciously or unconsciously you receive it and you do it. And I always wondered because you know I've seen people and I, I think I told the story about going in the uh, Winco one day without a mask and you know I was stopped mm-hmm. by the lady at the check stand and she gave me a a mask and I I felt you know I usually wore it anyway then and. Uh, so I put it on, and there was this old couple cowering. Now, this is the World War II generation. This is the like they, they call it the greatest generation because they feast anything fearlessly. Okay? So this older man and lady are standing cowering in this corner, and when I put the mask on, I heard him say, it's okay, dear, he's wearing a mask now. You know, and I was like, I, you know, I just walked past. I really wanted to just talk with him, but, you know, that's – that's like trying to grasp air, you know, you mm-hmm. can't get it. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so they've been conditioned, you know, so it's, it's the, uh, it seems like it's some of the really old people and all the young people that are being conditioned. And, and yes, it, it could be a suicide cult because if they're brainwashing them over the, you and I, we really don't watch um, the news media, the, the alphabet channels, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC. No. Um we're smart enough to go look at our own news sources. But a lot of these people, you know, uh, our age and, and older grew up with ABC, NBC, you know, all that news. And uh, so they still go to it. And they're constantly being fed propaganda over and over and over again. Now, what did Hitler say? Tell a lie loud enough and often enough and you can get the people to believe it. You know, it was something in that vein. And, um, I, even even without getting commercial television, we still get commercials every once in a while. And every once in a while, there's a guy on it. There's one with a nurse that's really annoying. And um, she says, oh, yeah, I decided to get the vaccine. Well, I've known a lot of nurses that didn't decide to get the vaccine, you know. But they had this one knucklehead online or on TV saying that, you know, that you should get it. And this is why you should get it. And people looked to nurses and they looked at doctors and they looked at political leaders 
and they look to Hollywood. Why they look to Hollywood, I have no idea. Um, but they do. And you have all these meals out there telling them to take the vaccine, and they're not thinking for themselves. So they've fallen under basically the, the power of a cult, because it is a cult. It's a religion. It's the, it's the, mm-hmm. the COVID-19 religion. Um, and it's, it's a suicide cult. And, and this article is absolutely right. Um, he states in here, most people would rather die than be rejected. And that has a lot to do with it. You know, well, what are people going to think of me if they find out I didn't take the vaccine? All my friends won't come over. Yeah, if, if your friends are using that criteria to come visit you, you need to get new friends. Um, you know, I, I the people at church say I should wear a mask, you know. Well, maybe you need to find a new church, you know, yeah. because that church is saying that they're actually a government church, and, and that's happening a lot lately. But uh, everybody thinks that hypnosis is something, you know, you go and the guy, he, he uh, swings a watch in front of you, and you watch it, and you get tired, and you fall asleep. But it's not that way. You know, it's it's suggestion and it's uh, a lot of times that people are almost awake. You know, it's almost like when you have that um, you have surgery and you have the, the um, oh, I can't remember the drug, but it's a it's a you're, you're barely asleep, but you're conscious of everything that's going on. But it just doesn't bother you and you don't remember it afterwards. Um, First said is the name of the drug. And uh, it's almost like people. Are, are having a spiritual verset experience because they're hearing it and they're doing it, but they don't realize what they're doing. And it's, it's absolutely bizarre. It really is. And this is what we're up against. And when people are brainwashed, it's almost impossible. You know, people that have been in cults, you got to take them to a, a clinic and they have to be deprogrammed. Sometimes it takes months and sometimes years, depending on how long they've been in that cult, you know, and, People just fallen into this um, hook or crook, man. They just uh, the whole barrel. Uh, they're like I think you use the term lemmings all the time. Yeah, you know, there's a, a neat little GIF um, uh, video where it has a hole in the center, and all these people are walking in and falling down <laughs> into it, and it's exactly what it's like, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, and then they get mad at you because you don't want to fall in there with them, you know you're a danger to them because you don't want to fall, you know, like my mother used to say, um, if all your friends wanted to jump off the Brooklyn bridge, would you? And she right. always said, she said, don't follow the crowd, be a leader, you know? And I right. thank my mother for instilling that in me um, and my father, of course. But, um, and that's what we have to do. Uh, we were growing up, we had that phrase question authority, you know, and now the people that are saying it are the authority and you're not supposed to question them. <laughs> right? Yeah. So now right. if you question them, you're breaking their own rule, which they had a long time ago. Right. And which is just totally ridiculous. And I'd like to point that out to them whenever I can. But yeah. um anyway, it's 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 totally ludicrous and, and we have to personally, I think that enough people are waking up, hopefully, you know, that uh they're waking up and, and they're realizing what government's doing, what the new world order's doing, what the deep state's doing, what the elites are doing. And, um, and I, I got a feeling, I just got a strange feeling that a lot of people are going to realize it. And, uh, and, and the resistance is going to push back hard enough to where this won't be totally, um, won't be a total fruition of the plans of the new world order. Um, 
I, I, I kind of, I really hope so. You know, I really do. And um, perhaps the Lord will, will answer my prayer in that regard. But um, it's going to be a rough road. It's going to be a very rough road to go down because the, what is it? Oregon wants people to be at 70%. Um, and, you know, you talk about ridiculous. Um, a few weeks ago, there was a girl at one of the high schools, I think it was, and uh, she, yeah, they uh, track and field. They run around the field. Uh, what is it? Uh, they have sprinting, and then they have um, the races where they race around. Um, re- some of them are relay races and stuff. Well, she was running around the track with a mask on, and she collapsed. And so they got her off to the side, and you know, they she, she was okay after a little while. And then when she's doing the interview, she's wearing the mask again. <laughs> and I'm like, what don't you get? Why didn't you learn from that? You know, yeah. you probably run that track a million times, minus about 500,000. And you know that you need a lot of air. Um, you respire a lot when you're running. And, you know, that mask is keeping you from doing it. So either don't get out there and run or get out there and take your mask off and run. You know, but this younger generation, it's like they've fallen for the trap of listen to government, listen to people, um, listen to well, they don't listen to their elders that much, but uh, authority figures they really listen to. And um, it's a shame. It really is. I just wish that, well, I don't know. I, I could say that maybe when I was their age, I was the same way. You know, and then, you know, you have Christians that are, um, you know, that rule in the, uh, or that verse in the Bible to obey government figures. You know, well, yeah, we should, you know, when they're doing righteous things. But when they're doing unrighteous things and they're trying to kill us off, you know, obeying them is tantamount to suicide and suicide's a sin. <laughs> so that's right. You know, we have to fight these people. We have to get out there. And when they say, you know, when they say jump instead of saying how high, I say, no, I'm not going to jump. Uh, we have to be Daniels. We have to be Elijah's. We have to buck the system, so to speak. I love bucking the system. I always have. I've I've. My uh, dad used to call me a poop disturber. I'm not going to use the word. Um, uh, you know, and somebody, another coworker told me I like to, to make, to stir the pot, <laughs> you know, and I find, I, I hate to say this, but I actually find pleasure doing that. Um, not all the time, you know, like at church and stuff like that. I try to take a different avenue if I really need to talk to somebody about it. But, um, but when it comes to government, I'm sorry, you know. Um, you tell me to you tell me to go left. I'm going to go right, you know. And uh, I wish more people were like that. If they were, you know, this whole COVID thing would just go right out the window. Anyway, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> no, that was really good, Dave. I mean, ditto. <laughs> it's like, you know. Well, let me read this. Let me read this article first. Um, it's just a, a COVID statistic, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is on Natural News. Uh, news outlet says up to 90% of Canadian COVID-19 cases could be false positives. Wow. So, and I've read other articles like this. So I can't remember what how many cases are in the world or a country now I've lost. I don't, I used to watch it. I don't care anymore. But 90% of them in Canada could be false positives because the testing that they do is not a, an exact science. It's not accurate. That's why Elon Musk, you remember in the middle of COVID, he got tested four times, two positive, two negative Mm -hmm. in a row. 
And he goes, so what is it? Am I positive? Am I negative? And that's when he told our governor, either let me open up or I'm leaving. Right. So he allowed him to open up, but then he put more restrictions on him later. And so uh, Elon Musk, to his credit, moved to Texas. Right. He, left, he took his everything. He's in Texas. Mm-hmm. That was a huge, huge hit for California's economy. I'll bet. Um, but I want to throw these statistics out there because we talk about this stuff all the time. But there's numbers behind them. Mm-hmm. It's not just that we don't like vaccines. It's not just like we don't take it because we're rebels, you know, which we are. But we're rebels in a good way because this country, uh, back to what you said about bucking the system, if our country wouldn't have bucked the system 250 years ago, we wouldn't be a country. We, talking we, came, British. Against, we came against England. We said we've had enough of your rule. Or we want our, our own country. We mm-hmm. bucked the system. Thousands of men and women died, and now we have America. But now we're back 250 years later, roughly, we're back where we started from. And now instead of fighting another country, we're fighting our own government. It's literally we're fighting our own government, not even our brothers and sisters that live around us, our our American brothers and sisters. We're fighting the government. The government is lying to our brothers and sisters, our neighbors, and they're believing it. They're good people. They, they, they want to raise their families. They want the best for their families. They, in their minds, think this vaccine or these viruses is real. And if you don't get the vaccine, they're really going to die. I mean, in their hearts, that's what they really think. And so, but that's not, that's partially their fault for believing it, but it's also being indoctrinated all the way from kindergarten up through universities for the last 40 years. So you have people that are in their, 60s, our age or younger, that went through the university system through the 60s, 70s, 80s, and all the way up. And now you have this whole generation of people who've been indoctrinated and brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And that's why there was no pushback. There were so many of them that there wasn't enough of us to really push back. And we did push back. Quite a few people did, but not in the masses that I thought was going to happen. Right. And that's because they've been brainwashed, but they're, they're good people. But when you don't go by, you know, they say, follow the science, right, Dave? And Fauci was, you saw the interview. He's all mad. He goes, well, they're going after me. You know, I'm Fauci, but they're going after the science. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's talking in the third person about himself. Right. They're going after Fauci. It's like, oh, this guy is a wackadoo. Yeah. But um, there is no science. They they made up the science. Because one minute, you, you in the very beginning of this, you didn't have to wear a mask. Fauci got on there and said, you don't have to wear a mask. It doesn't do any good. And all of a sudden, you got to wear a mask. And then you got to wear gloves and a double mask. So um, six feet apart. So I, I just throw this out. This is stuff that, stuff that irritates the tar out of me. So I'm in line at the bank six feet. Now that I'm, I take a step too close to this person in front of me, I'm five feet. So now... Am I at risk at getting the disease? But I go back to six feet and there's an invisible shield that will block the droplets from crossing that six foot line. Right. And but <clears throat> these governors and these politicians know this is a bunch of bull. They know it is. But they thought to themselves, maybe the public will believe us. Well, who would believe this? Just give it a try. And they did, and we did. Not all of us. I'm not speaking about all of us, but a lot of us. So 90% of the people tested is is wrong. And 90% false positives. 
That's a lot. That's a lot. And then, um, hold on a second, guys. Let me see here. One more. Um, go back. Uh, let's see. Uh, here it is. Um, one of the things that Fauci's doing, he's doing experiments, and this is a big thing that's coming. And this goes along with uh, the Nephilim. If you guys have heard us talk about the Nephilim, the fallen angels, this has to go along with that. Chinese researchers in Wuhan conduct experiments on mutant animals infected. The article up. Um, infected with them with engineered viruses. So they're experimenting with animals with these viruses to see what they do to them. And then they give them and then they let them leak out of their lab or they release them to the public. That's what happened. Um, and also they're also, it doesn't say in this article, but I've read other places that these labs are experimenting with DNA and the MRNA uh, DNA um, viruses that basically they're trying to invent super viruses what I've read and I've studied, you know how in World War II, when they would bomb a city, they would carpet bomb it because the bombs weren't really accurate, right? They, they would just drop a thousand bombs on five square blocks and that was it. Mm-hmm. Now we have bombs. They can drop from 30,000 feet and hit within a three foot circle. Right. And take out just a car or just a building. They're developing vaccines that will target different ethnic groups. It will kill one ethnic group, but not another. Your neighbor could be one ethnic group. Their whole family's dead and you're okay. Mm-hmm. That's what this is going. This is not just about, this is engineering bioweapons that are smart bioweapons. And so they can, they can take out a whole population of one part of a country with, and I'm talking, now what I'm talking here, I'm talking like plague kind of viruses yeah. that are real viruses that actually kill a lot of people. And these vaccines, or these, excuse me, these viruses have an 80 to 90% kill rate. That means 90% of the people that get them will die. Mm-hmm. Now, these haven't been released to the public yet, but this is what they're working on in my research. It's not just, like I said, the, the coronavirus was an experiment on many different levels, many different. And one of them was to see how it actually affected the human body. And it wasn't deadly enough. That's why they're making these vaccines. And I could be wrong. I'm kind of making a prediction here, but I say within the next couple of years, maybe three, a lot of our, I don't want to say it, but some of the people that have gotten these vaccines are going to get really, really sick. And some of them are going to die. And and so um, I hate to say it, but I, I think that's what's going to happen. And, and that's what they want to happen. And so switching gears here now, we're talking about viruses. We're talking about vaccines. We're talking about world dominance, uh, control. We're talking about um, testing human beings to see how they react in stressful situations with the COVID. Will they comply? And I've said this before, and I'm going to keep saying it. And I'm just going to say it. Jesus is about to return to the earth. He, he mentions in Matthew 24, pestilence, wars, rumors of wars, diseases, things, and, and, and these things have always been around. But what he means in those passages is that as it gets close to the end, you'll hear about diseases you've never heard about before. 
there will be more of them. There's going to be increase of everything. Somebody told me one time, ah, there's always been earthquakes, but they're increasing. They're, they're all the time now. There's thousands of them every day all around the world. Some are big, some are small. But you can talk to anybody who follows that. They have increased substantially, especially in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just crazy. So Jesus is about to return. Um, what does that mean to us, for us? And, and if you're out there and you're a Christian, this is obviously you're speaking to you. I believe it's really sick. I believe we are not going to be grow very much older. And I could be wrong. I hope I'm not because we'll be with the Lord. But if that's true and he's coming very soon, what's that mean? It means things are going to get worse. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here. I'm trying to be a realistic what the Bible says. The Bible is very clear. As we get along in history of mankind, things are not going to get better. It doesn't mean we don't have periods of time where things kind of slow down, but it, 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 the Bible is very clear. Things will get worse. Jesus says in Matthew 24 and other places, it mentions it in the Old Testament all over the place. So is Trump coming back? I don't know. He could. He definitely could. Could he come back this August? He could. Uh, John F. Kennedy Jr., is he alive? I think he's alive. Is he coming back? He could. I don't know exactly. Dave, we don't know 100%. That's right. But I do know Jesus is coming back. I know that for 110%. Exactly. And he wants to wake He wants to wake us up, folks. And when the disciples asked him, when are you coming back? They just came out of the temple. And they said, look at this temple, how beautiful it is. He said, I tell you the truth. And it should be torn down in three days and be raised up. They didn't realize he was talking about himself. Jesus is giving signs to the disciples to let them know when it does get close to the end, he wants his people to be ready and be looking and to prepare their lives to meet him. And that's, that's why he, he, there's, that's why, that's what Bible prophecy is about. It's about signs that Jesus gave in the old and new and that were about his coming. And his coming is really soon. COVID was a test run for the Antichrist and for the world system. God's letting us know you don't have a lot of time left on this earth that you, if you have loved ones that have already gone to heaven, you're going to see them soon. I don't know if it's this year, next year, but it's not a long time out. And what would your loved ones tell you right now if they were down here and they came back for a moment? What would they tell you? Live for him. Stop messing around. Stop playing with the world. Stop acting like you're a Christian on Sunday and going home and beating your wife and yelling at your kids. That's what they would tell you. Mm Mm-hmm. Start living the righteous life, not a perfect life. Nobody can do that, folks, not one person. But the blood of Jesus has set us free, and it's called the age of grace. God has patience with us. He's got graces with us. We confess our sins. He is righteous, uh, faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, First John 1, 9. So I'm saying all this because I read this stuff every day like Dave does, and we're Dave loves the Lord like crazy. And he knows all the stuff I'm saying. But when I read this stuff and I see it happen on television, inside my heart goes, just aches. 
Look, it aches for the people. It aches for this world that's lost. We have a hope, folks. We have a hope. And they don't. And use this time to talk to your family, family, your neighbors. Uh, let them know they don't have to be afraid of COVID. They need to fear God. They need to come to him through his son. That's who they need to fear and respect. Not their, not their governor, not their pastor, not their coworkers or their boss. They need to fear the Lord. Uh, and the fear of the Lord, it says, is the beginning of wisdom. That's right. And they need to ask Jesus in their heart. Um, what, what profits a man that he has all these riches, but then is cast into hell? Um, you can have all the stuff this earth provides, and some of you probably do, and it's great. God's blessed you. But if you don't know the Lord, what's it for? What's it for? That's right. And you know in your heart, whoever I'm speaking to, you know this is true. And if you're a believer, you really know it's true. And the Lord, our Lord, is about to come back and take it to a, a place that it's indescribable. I mean, um, I think it was Elijah got taken to heaven. He took off his jacket and swam in a river. And, um, you know, Paul was taken up and seen things he couldn't even describe. John was taken up. That's what the book of Revelation is about. And he was taken up and he saw... Uh, a throne with God, the father sitting on it. He saw he was in a worship service in a huge, huge, massive structure that had all the angels and all the saints from all time worshiping God in chapter four or five of Revelation. Uh, whoever, if you're listening to me tonight or watching and you're a believer, you're in that crowd. That's our future. It hasn't happened yet, but you're standing in that crowd with, with your family. That's our huh? future. You know, and I just I want to encourage people tonight because there's so much going on with the COVID and now just uh, Biden in the economy. I mean, gas is going skyrocket. Lumber's going up. Food's going up. And the Lord is your provider. And this COVID and Fauci, Fauci is Hitler. He's our modern day Hitler. Yes, he, is. he would. He's the he. As far as I'm concerned, these vaccines are like leading you to this gas chambers. It just takes a little longer. These vaccines are like gas chambers. They're like individual glass gas chamber injections. They may not kill you right now, but I can tell you right now, they're not good for you. They're going to mm-hmm. they hurt your body. They change your DNA. Anything that changes your DNA from what God made it is not good. It's not good. And Fauci is making money off of this. He's, he's lying to the world. He, he's done more in a year and a half than any world leaders ever done in modern history to the world. Yeah. Uh, Hitler, yeah, killed 6 million Jews. That's horrible. And um, I'm Jewish, and, and Dave's Jewish. So yeah, I, I, horrible. But Fauci's gone down another road. He's done it on the sly. He's allowed millions of people to be infected. Millions of people have died from COVID. Uh, and now, because COVID didn't kill enough people, the vaccines are. Right. And I want to tell a story. I told it to you in the beginning, and I'll be done, Dave. Okay. Um, my coworker, I won't mention her name, but it's a woman. I don't want to mention her position in my job. But I've known her for five years, and she's uh, around my age. Late, she's almost 60. And her son just got married. He's 29. And her ste- uh, daughter-in-law is 28. She got pregnant and oh, about two months ago, they got married about a month ago. 
And before she, uh, while she was pregnant, she was really nervous about getting COVID being pregnant. So she got the COVID shot and he didn't want to do it, but he did it because he was kind of pressured to do it. So he did it. She lost the baby. The baby clotted and lost the baby after six weeks or eight weeks of being pregnant. And um, my coworker, this woman, knows it was COVID. She won't take the shot. We talk about it all the time at work. She, she won't do it. And she knows it was COVID, but there's nothing they can do about it. They want to have another child. We'll try later. But my point is, I know this person. I know these people. And COVID kills. You know how they get that thing, drugs kill? Yeah. Just say no. Uh-huh. COVID kills. Just say no. Right. You know, Nancy Reagan, I think, made that popular. Mm-hmm. Just say no about drugs. And I, I, I don't know if I'm making it popular, but just say no, because if you don't, uh, if you're a pregnant woman out there, don't get the COVID shot. If you are mm-hmm. pregnant, uh, take care of yourself. Take a lot of a lot of supplements and take care of yourself. And uh, God will protect your baby. But this woman lost hers, and the doctor said it wasn't because of COVID. But this woman's totally healthy, young, healthy, 20-year-old woman, never, no, no medical problems, nothing. So that hit home with me because I know somebody now who's gone through that. Right. I know another gentleman who I work with. He's an older uh, African-American guy, super nice guy, big guy. He's 74 years old and he's 6'5", in really good shape, never been a sick in a day in his life, literally. He never misses work. He goes and gets the COVID shot and he has to go into intensive care. He's in the hospital for a month. He finally got out. He's been back to work. But he said if he would have known what he knows now, he never would have got the shot. Right. And he even said COVID gave me this, but my doctor won't believe me. But the day after he got the shot, he got sick and went in the hospital. I mean, sick, sick. We had to be taken away in an ambulance. Wow. So, um, and, and yeah, his age is he's 74, but you guys, this guy's in really good shape. He mm-hmm. doesn't look at like 74. And all of a sudden he gets sick from getting the shot and he hasn't been sick in 50, 60 years. Right. So thank you, Fauci. Yeah. Thank you so much what you're doing for our country. And I, I pray until the Lord comes back that Fauci through these emails that have been released will be more and more exposed and I pray he gets what's coming to him. I pray he gets jail and gets gets to jail mm-hmm. and put on death row because he's 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 a murderer. And I'm being bold about this because that's what I believe and and that's what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. This man is not a dummy. Right. And uh, matter of fact, it's not just him. Uh, most of our leaders. I'm not going to mention all of them, but a lot of our leaders that you know that are running the country right now are just like him. Mm-hmm. And. If the Lord doesn't return soon, we need to pray and repent. It says if a nation repents and turns to the Lord, he will heal their land. If we repent as a nation, not everybody, but most of us, God will heal the land. He'll heal us. He'll bring mm-hmm. us into time of prosperity. It's all through the Old Testament with Israel. Whenever they repented, he blessed them. Whenever they sinned, he cursed them. Right. So um, COVID should be a wake-up call for the church. The church should never close again its doors ever again in America. I agree. Sorry, Dave. No, it's okay. Um, You you talk about 
the leaders, you know. <laughs> I, I personally don't believe that any of them got the vaccine, no matter how how it looks like they got it. For example, yeah. Boris Johnson from uh, Great Britain, the picture yeah. they have of him getting the shot, the cap is still on the needle. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, how stupid do you think some of us are? And, uh, and then Netanyahu, when he got his shot, he looked at the doctor and said, you sure you have the right needle? Yeah. Okay. Well, how many needles are going to be? So he was basically asking him, do you have the shot that has the normal saline in it and not the, vac- right. not the vaccine? And that's another thing. You know, I, for the longest time, I had a great deal of respect for Netanyahu. I thought he was a strong leader, that he was a good guy, that he was anti-New World Order. But he fooled me. He fooled me really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, because Israel, I think, is like at 70% vaccination, if not more. And uh, what happened was he cut a deal with Pfizer. And he got those vaccines very cheap if he paid anything for them on the premise that the Israeli people would be the guinea pigs for Pfizer. So basically, oh. he's he's like a Dr. Mangala um, conducting medical experiments on people that, you know, uh, aren't sick. <laughs> um, so I, I, he just showed to me, you know, by doing that, that he's, he's part of the, um, the elite. He's part of the deep state, you know, and I'm glad he's gone. You know, I'm glad he got voted out of office. Um, yeah. and if the good Lord has mercy, he'll, uh, he'll stay alive for a while. But if not, um, he's got a death sentence upon him, uh, from God above because, you know, he, he tried to exterminate the apple of God's eye. And uh, so, yeah, he is uh, definitely public enemy number one, as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah. um, you know, Fauci has changed his mind about six or seven times about the masks. It's almost almost if it wasn't so serious, it would be it would be really funny. But um, there's an article on Natural News. Um, scientists issued death threats to former CDC director after he admitted lab origin theory for COVID was plausible. That's all he said it was plausible, not that it was definite. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and read this because it's very interesting. Ex-CDC yeah. uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Director Robert Redfield appeared on CNN the other day to dispute the natural origin theory of the Wuhan coronavirus. During the interview, Redfield claimed that he was threatened and ostracized to push this narrative over the lab uh, origin theory, which many mainstream media outlets are now warming up to as possible explanation for the China virus. Um, in Redfield's view, the Wuhan flu, that's what they're calling it now, uh, was constructed inside a Chinese laboratory where it escaped and spread around the, spread around the world. Uh, for suggesting this, Redfield says he had scientists call for his death. Wow. Pencil neck geeks calling for your death. That's pretty serious. Um, it's pretty sad. Too. Um, I expected it from politician Redfield lamented in Vanity Fair, which also conducted an interview with him. I didn't expect it from science. The Biden regime, good word for it, is also suddenly switching course by lending credence to the lab origin theory. Intelligent, intelligence officials are supposedly redefined. Yeah, redoubling their efforts to get to the bottom where the Chinese virus came from so the blame game can continue. Uh, we know from the Fauci emails, there we go, that much of it has been done to obscure, uh, much has been done to obscure the origins of the Wahoon flu. Uh, this includes 
sorry, my glasses are freaking out on me. This includes covering uh, for the fact that Fauci and his friends funneled American taxpayer dollars to Wuhan, uh, where dangerous gain-of-function experiments on bat coronaviruses was being conducted behind closed doors. Because then-President Donald Trump drew attention to these experiments, the issue quickly became politicized. Suddenly, it was a, a Trump thing to believe the Chinese virus came from anywhere other than the Wuhan wet market, which is the original na- narrative presented when uh, this whole thing began. I'll tell you, Trump should learn to, to say the opposite and then what he wants will get achieved um, because every time he comes out with something, it everybody totally is against it. Mm-hmm. If he would have said it was from the wet market, they would have went with the lab. Um, a subtitle here, Fauci flips again. Now says Chinese virus probably came from bats. I think the guy is bats. Uh, there's now uh, plenty of infighting among the elite as to whether the Chinese virus came from bats or whether it came from the lab. Some of the outs- some of the some on the outside are pointing to the fact that the Chinese virus has never been isolated at all and does thus does not meet Koch's postulates for um, establishing a causal relationship between a microbe and a disease. Whatever the case may be, the world is not being told the truth about what's going on here which is unacceptable. The entire global economy has taken a massive hit, except for maybe Chinese uh, Chinese economy, and millions of lives have been lost. Someone needs to pay. Uh, Almost done here. Uh, Redfield served as a CDC director for two years until being terminated at the end of Trump's first term. It took several months after uh, that before the lab origin theory moved from conspiracy theory to the possible fact and Redfield uh, sudden reappearance back on the media limelight is proof of that. Uh, the Biden regime had plans to scrap the whole investigation until it really started gaining traction in recent weeks, prompting reversal in this narrative. Uh, now it's suddenly a viable possibility that the Chinese virus did in fact come from the Chinese lab. Hilariously, mm-hmm. Fauci had once has once again, once again, flip-flop, what is that, eight times now? And is now saying that he believes that the Wuhan flu came from a bat rather than a lab. Fauci has, however, left the door open for the possibility that it may have been genetically engineered. Oh, isn't that nice of him? Um, how do you trust science when you can't trust the most, re- the most of the recent scientists and those who are paying their salaries? Asked one commentator at the Daily Mail Online, United Kingdom. There needs to be an immediate investigation into this, wrote another, uh, directing your comment at Redfield. It's outrageous that our nation's top medical professionals are being intimidated into silence. Thank you for speaking out. Um, you know, we've, we've seen this all along um, mm-hmm. with, with evolution. You know, if you believe in creationism, they were ostracized, you know, and ridiculed, made fun of the whole nine yards. Um, if you believe that the earth uh, came into being through supernatural means, uh, you were ostracized uh, the whole nine yards, you know. So <clears throat> I know scientists and what they the good scientists, what they do is kind of like what we do. We look at all the evidence, you know, um, if somebody says the sky is green, we look up and see if it's green. No, it's blue. Um, then we try to find out why it's blue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scientists will say, no, it's green, but it looks blue. And, you know, where do you go with that? You know, a lot of people will say, well, the scientists are right. I'm just seeing it wrong. Um, 
you know, it's 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 totally ridiculous. Uh, and, and they've been doing this for the longest time uh, with gravity, with uh, you name the subject. Um, I'd like to always refer back to the um, back to the 60s when uh, scientists were telling us that the uh, we're heading for a nice age. Get ready. We're heading for a nice age. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the glaciers are going to come down and consume New York and, and everything else. And then all of a sudden that got quiet. And then um, then they went into a few other things. What was it? You can't eat eggs. Uh, eggs will give you um, cholesterol. Cholesterol will kill you. Yeah. And after a little while, you could eat maybe two eggs a week. And then after a while, four, six, eight, you know. And then it was, oh, it's not the eggs. It's the oil you're cooking them in. So it's constantly changing. And that's not science. That's speculation. Um, and then, uh, what was it, tuna fish. You can't eat tuna fish. It's all got mercury in it. Well, everything's got mercury in it. And if you stop eating everything, you're going to die, right? Um, right? And they found out that it really didn't have that much mercury in it. And now that they've gone full circle, now there's global warming. Now the Earth's warming up. The glaciers are melting, whereas they were growing 50 years ago. Um in that all the cities are going to be engulfed. Well, it's not happening. The the water levels are the same. Uh, in the Arctic, it's ice floating on top of water. That never raises the level. And if the Antarctica were to melt, well, big deal. You know, it's just maybe it'll raise it a couple of inches. We're talking about 70% of the Earth is water. And if you add a few glaciers from Antarctica and melt them, it's not going to make much of a difference, you know. I know scientists will say, oh, yeah, you're wrong. Well, here's the numbers. Look at the numbers. Well, anybody can fudge numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, talk to the uh, government uh, economic people. They fudge numbers all the time. Uh, Biden, <laughs> Biden, uh, Hunter Biden uh, fudge numbers, uh, you know, and everybody takes it to stock as being gospel. Um, so anyway, but what we got to realize with science is that, you know, we all think that scientists uh, – are altruistic and they they um, donate their time to science, but no, they get paid, and they get paid a pretty good price actually, because most of them have masters or PhDs, and uh, you know people expect to be paid more when they have those uh, degrees, but science science um, operates this way: you, you you make a theory. You present it to the government. The government says, okay, we're going to give you $20 million to prove that theory. So you string the government along for five or 10 years, maybe 15. And you realize that your theory is bupkis, like with the global cooling in the 1960s. Then you kind of get quiet, and then you come up with something else, and you say, hey, government, I've come up with this. And the government says, oh, that sounds real interesting. I'm going to give you another $20 million. You look into that, forgetting that they never came up with anything for the first thing. And then, you know, another 10 or 15 years goes by. Uh, that doesn't work out. And so scientists are paid by grants and, and uh, endowments. And without grants and endowments, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have a evolution issue. We wouldn't have a global warming issue and everything else. Um, so money, again, it's always money or power. But this case, well, I guess it's money and power because they're knowledgeable. Knowledge is power. But um, it all has to do with money. You know, my grant's going to run out, so i got to come up with something different. Now they're having a heyday with the COVID-19 thing. You know, they're vacillating back and forth. Lab, wet market, lab, wet market. And does the 
vaccine good do you good does it do you bad does it do you good does it do you bad and i'll tell you we're all going to be pretty sick of this by the time it's all over with i know i'm sick of it already <laughs> uh, God. i know uh, i was telling brian before the show you know most of the places here in oregon are starting to open up um most almost all the way actually um but i like to eat at a place called jack in the box because they they have some stuff that i like there and um so for some reason, Jack in the Box isn't opening up. And I went to the drive-thru window the other day and I said, how come you're not opening up? Well, we're going to open up when all of the Jack in the Boxes open up. When's that going to be? I don't have no idea. So I said, you, you realize you guys are losing money because people would love to come in there and sit down, you know? Yeah, I know, but we just have to do what corporate tells us. So it's been that way the whole I'm not going to say COVID crisis because it's a, it's a manufactured crisis. It's a mm-hmm. lie. Um, the, the whole COVID lie during this whole time has been nothing but a lie. It's been nothing but uh, contrivances and, and, uh, and bovine scatology coming from politicians and scientists. And everybody that says it came from a, from a bat or whatever, they're all capitalizing on it, every one of them. And that's not bad enough, folks, but you and I, me and Brian, you and I, uh, Brian and you, you know, all of us, we work hard. You know, I, I got a feeling out of all our audience, probably about 99% of the people hold the job. And, and if not, you, you know, maybe you, you, you stay at home and you're at, and I hate to use the term housewife, but forgive me. Um, or I know a lot of women don't like that phrase anymore. So I'm, I apologize for lack of better words. Um, you know, or, uh, everybody's paying into the system, so to speak, one way or another. And they're taking the, the sweat of your brow, which you're, I don't know about you, but when I was working before I retired, I was paying close to $900 a month in taxes. And that was, a, you know, a, about a quarter of my salary, you know, and, um, maybe, maybe a little bit. A little less. But anyway, um, and all that money was going into social programs. Here in Oregon, it's to pay for illegal aliens. It's to pay for people that don't want to work, can work, but don't want to work. And don't get me wrong, it's paying for some good things. You know, there are people that can't work, and it pays for them. And, you know, we pray for them all the time. God bless them, you know. Uh, But there's a bunch of people. I don't know, Brian, if you've ever been to Salem, but if you go up there now, it's Mm -hmm. a tent city. Really? Uh, yeah, you get off at, at Market Street, and yeah. all along the sides of the off-ramp are tents, um, across the streets, tents, uh, under the overpass, which is very big because it's six lanes. It's all tents under there. Uh, there's a park over by um, uh, the other exit uh, that's further south that's just overpopulated with people, uh, tents, and there's garbage all over the place. It's it's wow. a shame. It really is. Wow. And, and Oregon said the other day that they're welcoming more, more homeless people. Come to Oregon. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm sorry I got off the track there, but no, it's, it all has no. to do with money. It's um, helping people that really don't need help. And, and what about the unemployment thing? Paying people an extra $600 a month, giving you an incentive not to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I have to tell you, in my flesh, I would take them upon that offer. No doubt, you know, because with that, I would probably be making as much as I make. I made working as a nurse, you know, um, 
it would be a heck of a lot more than regular unemployment. But I, I got this problem and it's called, I have a conscience and, <laughs> you know, I have a conscience and I know that I have to answer to a higher authority, like, like the Hebrew national commercial says. And, um, <laughs> so I can't do stuff like that and live with myself. You know, people, I guess, don't have to worry about living with themselves, but, um, again, you have to have a conscience and you have to have God tugging, tugging at your conscience too, in order to get your attention sometimes. But, um, anyway, it's just all of society basically stinks to high heaven, you know, it's, and, um, uh, and I asked a question a few weeks ago, um, on the show asking people to write to me and nobody has written, but you know, um, how do people do it without God? You know, how do you do it without knowing there's hope at the end, that there's light at the end of the tunnel, that that you don't have to feel guilty for the little mistakes you make in your life as long as you confess them to God or yeah. each other? Um, and how, how do you live like that? Maybe the conscience is seared so much that they 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 don't feel it. You know, they don't feel the guilt. They don't feel the the anguish. That's normally in a person that's living in a society that we're living in. Maybe they've been conditioned over time to, you know, over time to, um, to accept what's going on now. You know, I think that's probably it. Uh, you know, like the frog in the water, you know, the boiling frog syndrome, you know, you put him in a cold pot, he's fine. You heat it up and he doesn't realize it's getting hot and then he boils to death. You know, and I think that's the problem with society here, especially in the United States, maybe uh, Europe. Um, people just don't know how to think. They don't know how to react anymore because they've been so lulled into a deep sleep that uh, they can't awake from it. And they don't want to awake for it, from it because they're sleeping and they're comfortable and they're, mm-hmm. they're nice and cozy and they're in their delusion. You know, and, and they don't want to leave that because if they leave that, they have to face the harsh reality of what's really going on. They take in the blue pill instead of the red pill. Mm-hmm. They they don't want to they don't want to know what's going on. And uh, I'm sorry, I can't live like that. I and I know you can't either. I I got to know what's going on. I got to know what's going to affect children and grandchildren that are coming down the the you know the pike. You know, you agree with me? We don't want to leave them a crappy world. You know, we want to leave them a halfway decent society. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. But you know, there's nothing wrong in trying. And um, I don't know. It just, I just, I know what the answer is. The answer is Yeshua and the answer is coming to faith in him and everything. And I accept that and I, I encourage it. And, um, and I, I'm living testimony that uh, having faith in, in Yahweh and Yeshua, um, it works, you know, not that it's a method or something like that, but it's, it's like, it's the natural progression of things. Um, things have been, perverted so much that we think that we can do things ourselves and uh, we can some people probably even think that they can attain salvation themselves uh, you know you hear it all the time well he was a good person he's probably in heaven well i'm sorry but your good works don't get you into heaven you have to have an advocate you have to have somebody that um like yeshua is like the um the uh i'm trying to say the district attorney who has the right to throw you in jail, but he grants you a pardon and says, no, this one's mine. He's not going there. And I like that. 
you know, it doesn't give me an excuse to sin or to blow it. But um, I do know that when I do, um, it's usually not something I willingly do. But when I do, I could just say, hey, you know, Lord, I blew it. I'm sorry. You know, and I this is what I did. And I confess this to you and and everything's fine. I can get on with my life and walk again and not be crippled by guilt and shame and everything else. And um, and that's the way it's, he always meant it to be. Um, even from the beginning of the, the creation of the earth, he meant it to be that way. Always pointing towards a, cre- um, a, a, a savior and uh, and a messiah that would bring us from uh, from our guilt and shame into uh, his glorious light, so to speak. And uh, again, uh, I've been saved so long that I can't remember before I was saved. You know, I, I remember little bits and pieces, but I don't remember my my psyche. I don't remember how I felt that much when I when I sinned and when I did the wrong thing and then just kind of excused it away. Um, I know that I felt guilty at times, but I was just, well, you know, I'm only human. I hate that phrase. I'm only human, you know? Yeah. You're only human. That's why you have to come to the Lord because you're only human and you can't do it on your own. That's right. And um, so um, anyway, I'm kind of done with my, my little uh, soapbox, uh, preaching there but uh it was really good i mean yeah i mean we're only human right i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean and you said you can say you can't remember but you told me that moses was a pretty nice guy that you liked him and you met him <laughs> yeah he so was I, yeah and i got him word of mouth from you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the way how was adam <laughs> yeah he's okay it's all right. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, uh, um, I just, gosh, there's so much, there's so much we talked about tonight. Um, I want to go back just a little bit. Okay. And then speak more about what you're talking about, about the Lord and about how we're to live on this earth. But we talk a lot. Here, here's the numbers for COVID since the beginning of the year. Okay, this is data. Uh, it's a COVID vaccine data. Adverse Events Reporting System, USA. 329,021 reports through June 4th of this year. Deaths, 5,888 in COVID. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot because we're a country of 240, 50 million. Right. But when Obama was president, and I think it was the SARS virus back then. I think it helped. Correct me if yeah, I'm wrong. 2008, I think. Yeah. They made a vaccine and 52 people died from the vaccine within like a few months. They pulled the vaccine off the shelf with 52 deaths. Yeah. Since January, 5,888. And they're pushing it every day. Matter of fact, our governor down here is offering a lottery if you get the vaccine and you win the lottery, you get a free ticket to Disneyland or a theme park. That was on the news today. They're offering theme park tickets if you get the vaccine through a lottery. Hospitalization, that's now that's deaths. Hospitalizations, 19,597. Urgent care, 43,891. Office visits, 58,800. Okay, and that's what's reported. A lot of people get sick. They don't go to the doctor. They stay home. 
because they, they're sick like the flu and they'd stay home. Um, hospitalizations aren't always reported. Uh, this is just what's been reported. And from what I understand, this is just a, a, a smidgen of what the real numbers really are. But yet, 52 people died from the vaccine in 2000 and uh, when was it? Eight or 10? Yeah, eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. And they take it off the market. They take the vaccine completely off. It's too, it's unsafe for human consumption. But right. 5,888 die in, in six months. They keep it on and they push it and give you free tickets to Disneyland if you get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And you get a card, a little button, a little thing that says you vaccinated. Yay, you know. So, and here's the things. This is what it causes. Um, anaphylaxis, Bell's palsy. This is the vaccine. Life-threatening. Okay, maybe back up. Anaphylaxis, 1,459 people got that from the shot. Bell's palsy, 1,737. Life-threatening. It encompasses everything. 5,885. Heart attacks, 2,190. Uh, myocardic, um, myocardic, I can't pronounce it, Dave. Myocardial out. infunction. That's it. 1,087. Um, uh, it's where you get the blood clot in the lung, I think. Oh, um, yeah. Um, it's 1,564. Miscarriage is 652. Severe allergic reaction, 15,052. Disabled, we're completely disabled you, 4,583. So let me put this out to the folks. That doesn't seem like a lot because of our country. But that's being reported. Now, do you trust that these numbers are lower or higher? Because these are government figures. I think they're a lot higher. Yeah, I think so, too. Now, okay, say say you're out there and you're thinking, well, that's not very much. There's 250 million people. Only 5,885 died. You playing the lottery with your own life? Yeah, right. That's what you're doing. You're playing the lottery with your own life. Now, if 30 die or 20 or 30, but the government... uh, was 12, 13 years ago, thought 52 was too many. And they they took it off the market. But for some reason, almost 6,000, that's not enough. Right. And so you're literally, you may not die, but you can be paralyzed, miscarriage. I mean, all the heart attacks. And if you're precomposed, uh, supposed to those, um, like if you have a heart condition or you have, you're diabetic or whatever, if you have asthma, severe asthma, you're taking a chance. You're playing Russian roulette with, with the vaccine, totally playing it. And um, let's see what else here. I had, uh, it says there are more U.S. deaths related to vaccines in 2021 in less than five months than there were in the entire past decade. So the number of deaths linked to vaccines this year has absolutely skyrocketed according to the CDC's own data. In 2021, in the first three months, the VARS website recorded over 1,750 deaths due to the vaccines in the U.S. The number is now 5,997, and this is a month old. Wow. So um, I'm just reminding people and uh, that we talk about the vaccine. We talk about Fauci. We've done it several shows on this. But this whole vaccine and this COVID is ebb and flow. Every week it changes. There's more new information. Um, and actually, um, it reminded me of something when you were talking. 
about the Lord and is that everybody who's ever born, in my opinion, has this void in their soul that only God can fill. And other people try to fill it with drugs, alcohol, sex, money, you know, fame to fill that void. And we know of many, many movie stars and rock stars that have done that over the years and they end up overdosing or killing themselves because even with all their money, all their fame, they were still empty. And so God put into each of us at birth this emptiness that only he can fill. Well, researchers have found and you probably have seen this on the news and read about it. It's called the God gene. And there's a gene supposedly in our DNA. Now, this is, I'm not saying this is what I believe, but it's just hear me. There's a, D, a gene in our DNA that makes us susceptible to hear a higher power or to pray and to, or to seek spiritual things. I'm not talking being a believer, but there's a gene in our body that is used to help us seek out something higher than ourselves. And did you know that these vaccines and the ones that are coming change that gene, that God gene, and make it dysfunctional where it won't operate. It actually turns it off. Huh. So they give us these vaccines, and it changes the M, was it the RMNA uh, virus, uh, vaccines. MRNA, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. It, they give us these vaccines, and it changes our DNA, but not only changes it, but that particular gene, it turns it off. And now I think about it during the tribulation, men and women and children who take the mark of the beast, the 666, as we know, have come to know. But is it also that chip or whatever it is that they put in us or put on us? Not us, because we're going you know, I believe we're going to be gone when that part comes. That changes our DNA. So we don't want to seek the Lord because it says in the scriptures that God hardens their hearts. He allows them to believe the lie. Whoever's alive at that time, God allows those people to believe the lie. And what is the lie? Why millions of people have disappeared called the rapture. So is that uh, God? Obviously it's God doing it, but is it also during that period of time vaccine? Cause we're getting vaccines now. All these vaccines, 70% of the population is, is getting the vaccine. Is their DNA being turned off to seek the Lord? Now, if you already know the Lord, that they can't, that vaccine can't touch that. You know the Lord in your heart. Right. But my point is, mankind is trying to beat God at his own game. They're trying, mankind, scientists are trying to be God. They are breeding human DNA with animals with pigs, with um, cows, with monkeys, half human DNA, half monkey, half cow, half human. I'm not making this stuff up. You know, um, in the uh, was it the Chronicles of Narnia? The movie had the half horse, half guy looking creature. Right. Um, that's what they're trying to do. They're being. They're trying to make hybrid humans. Exactly. And, and th- in order to do that, you have to change DNA. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they're pushing this vaccine so much? 
it's not just to kill us. It's also to change us. So all they got to do is turn on the switch, whatever that switch is, for every vaccine that's been put into a person up to this point, and whatever's in that vaccine, that's um, an AI vaccine, um, artificial intelligent vaccine, that they flip a switch, and the next thing you know, you're doing things you never thought you would do before. You're thinking things you never thought you would think before. I, I mean, come on, guys. Remember just in the news in the last 20 years, there's these mass shootings. And I'm right. not saying all are happening this way, but a lot of these people that are doing this are just doing it out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not all mental disorders. That's what they want to tell you. You know, and then they end up killing themselves. Why do they always end up killing themselves? Are they killing themselves or is somebody else killing them? Because they don't want them to know what really happened. Yeah, you know, and a lot of those, a lot of those things, Brian. They always say there was a second shooter, but they that always gets debunked. They can never exactly. find the second shooter. So yeah. I'm going down a conspiracy road here. I know, and people are thinking, "What has gotten into Brian?" But I'm telling you, nothing, nothing is impossible for man to do. God said in the Tower of Babel when He came down to Nimrod, He saw this huge tower being built. God said, and I believe it was God the Father and the Son said to each other. There's what man can do together. There's nothing they cannot do. Mm-hmm. So we confuse the language because if he didn't, we would have had the atom bomb a thousand years ago. Right. And we would have killed ourselves a millennium ago, easily, mm-hmm. maybe 2000. And as we've talked about the Nephilim in the past, pre-flood and post-flood, there was technology. But if God hadn't come down then, where we wouldn't be here right now. That's right. And he says what they can do together, there's nothing they cannot do, literally. Eventually, Man will figure out how to make man. He will figure out how to make a robot that's like a man. Mm-hmm. I read an article today uh, about a scientist who deals with AI. He says, it's not if, it's when. The movie uh, Terminator, I think it was in Terminator 3, when the Terminator was a woman. Um, I think it was 3. That the machines turned against man. She went in there and she used her her power to turn these machines and control them and they turned against man and started killing mankind. The machines became the dominant power. This article I read today, the scientist says that's what's going to eventually happen, that these machines will outthink us. They will mm-hmm. be, they'll be able to process things faster than we can process in our own memory. And they will combine these with uh, flesh and steel, just like in, um, what's the one with Will Smith? Uh, you know, the movie with Will Smith? Oh, I, uh, um, I, I robot. Yeah. I robot. That, that is going to be reality in our lifetime if the Lord doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. And, you, and I used to think, ah, oh, that stuff's just science fiction. I'm, you, folks, a lot of the stuff that you see in movies and in TV and on television, uh, these shows and movies and things, are things that the actual world governments are working toward. They're just preparing us to accept them later. Right. right. It's, we're being Star Trek, the original one with, with Captain James T. Kirk. That, what was the, the tricord, the little, when he talked to the ship, remember Dave? What was yeah, it, the, uh, um, oh, what was it called? Yeah, yeah. Transponder. Yeah. What did it look like? It looked like a flip phone. Yeah, it did. 
It did. It folded in half. It was like a flip phone. Mm-hmm. That was decades before we had flip phone. It was in the 60s. Yeah. So they were already preparing us then. Mm-hmm. And so um, this, this COVID, everything, I keep saying it, everything has a, there's no coincidences. Everything's for a reason. Everything you see on television, everything you hear the media saying, everything the governments are doing are for a reason. It's a master plan. Um, 9-11 was to bring, um, it wasn't just to bring our buildings down. It was to change our laws. And it did. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't change them enough. And then we had a recession in 2008, man-made recession, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sitting in Oregon, I'm watching TV and economy's booming and I'm working. They go on the news and say, yeah, we're in a recession. Things are going to crash. Within a month, I have no work. Yeah. Just like that. They just said it and it happened. Come on. Mm-hmm. There was no indication for it. It was self-fulfilled said, prophecy. Yeah. Totally 100%. And then, um, well, the back, um, COVID, same thing. COVID, all of a sudden, we have a back. It takes five years to get a vaccine. We have one in six months. Well, you know, Fauci said in 2017 that Donald Trump would face a pandemic during his presidency. You're right. How did he know that? Yeah, he was engineering it. (laughs) Exactly. And all this, folks, all this is to mold the world in our perception of the world the way they want us to think and be so Mm -hmm. they can eventually control all of us. But the problem is not a problem. The new world order's agenda isn't to control us. It's to depopulate the earth. Right. And it says in uh, Peter, I think it is, they love the creation more than they love the creator. Mm-hmm. And so what is this whole global warming thing about? It's about creation, loving the earth. It's about um, man is hurting the earth. So what do we got to do? We got to depopulate the earth. And I used to think people that believe that were crazy, but I guess I'm crazy because I believe that. Mm-hmm. And that they want to depopulate the earth for several reasons. One, they want to depopulate it. Then they can build it back, build it better. Like Biden says, they want to build it back better the way they want. Right. They want to get rid of, they want to get rid of religion. That's mm-hmm. why when the Antichrist comes in and takes power with the false prophet, eventually the false prophet he loses his he loses his power. Mm-hmm. Antichrist takes it from him. Like the, the Catholic Church, they don't want, you know why? Because Antichrist is the religion. He's right. God. You can't have the Mormons and the Muslims. This whole thing of coexistence. I saw a bumper sticker coexist shows the Christian cross and you know the Star of David and you know all this stuff on there. And I'm thinking to myself, they have no idea what they're thinking they're doing because the Antichrist does not want to coexist with anybody. Right. All those religions will be done away with, and if you don't worship him, and you don't take the mark, you're killed, and you can't even buy food. That's right. And and you know, you, you think that's a long ways out? It's not. It's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Why do you think COVID's happening? Why do you think the economy is, is skyrocketing? Um, why do you think uh, Biden wants to bring down America? Because we're in the way of the one world order. You can't have a rogue country prospering on its own. It has to prosper by a few people who run the whole world who call the shots. Mm-hmm. We can't, that's why they don't want freedom of speech or freedom of religion. That's why these uh, Facebook and these things are censoring us. They're part of it. This not, it has nothing to do with free speech. It has nothing to do with what we said. They just want right. us to talk. 
New Orleans to exactly like your son, do what I do, but do, do it as I say, but not as I do. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's going on. And um, we are so close to the very end of of the current um, human history. And the next phase is about to start. And the next phase will be the millennial reign of Jesus, of Yeshua. Right. He'll reign for a thousand years. And that seven-year period before is getting really, really, really close to starting. And um, I don't think we have a lot. Of, I mean, I keep saying that, but I just feel it in my heart. I've been following Bible prophecy for 40, 45 years. And I've never in my life have seen what's going on like right now. The stuff that's going on right now, it's hard to keep up. Yeah, it Back is. in the 80s when I was following this, once every six months, a big event would happen. You think, wow, you know, Russia, you know, invaded Afghanistan. Wow, this is it. There's nothing compared to what's going on. Right. Exactly. And, and not just you have uh, you have the science front, the scientific front with the diseases, all the AI. You've got the political scene. You've got the military scene. You've got the. You you just got natural disasters. You got the diseases. Everything is increasing and getting more and more intense. That's yeah. why, and this goes for myself. It's really hard to live as a believer in this world. There's so many distractions. Honestly, there is. Yeah, it's true. But that's why we got to do it even more. And that's why God put First John. I quoted before, First John one nine. Remember that because. And I'll repeat it one more time. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right. Why do I say that twice? Because a lot of us live under guilt. You start the morning off good and by the time you get home, you, you take it out on the family or you just, you have, you've been hurt. You've been jaded by somebody. So you're carrying anger and bitterness. You just can't seem to shake it. You're mad at people at church. So you don't go to church because they're a bunch of hypocrites, which a lot of them are. But mm-hmm. we are too. Yeah, We're just as bad as they are. But mm-hmm. we've been saved by grace and faith. And God, in these last days, he wants us, all he wants his children to do is be honest with him. He's not expecting Dave or me or anybody listening or watching to be perfect. He's expecting us to just open our mouths and tell the father what he already knows about us. Because mm-hmm. by you not saying it to him, it's only hurting you or me. It's That's hurting. Right. He, his communication to us is always coming at us. I believe mm-hmm. that as a believer, he never stops sending out communications to us. Mm-hmm. I don't hear him anymore. Well, you have bitterness in your heart. Are you angry at somebody or do you have the love of money? Um, are you so just wrapped up in everything going on in your life? You don't have time. As soon as you make that time, he's right there listening. He, we never, he never walks away. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I like the analogy. I, I can't remember where I got it. Um, just picture a huge circle. How big every one at 20 feet in diameter. And you put a little grain of sand in the middle. That's you and you're a Christian walk. When you get saved, you're right in the middle of God's will, that circle. That's God's mm-hmm. will. As you start disobeying him, and doesn't mean you're in blatant sin to disobey. It could be you just got angry one day and you're upset. And you just have an attitude. It doesn't you always have to be deep, deep, dark sin. You start walking out of the middle of that circle and you start going toward the edge. And you do more and more things and more and more things, more and more things. You know, repent. You don't repent. You don't confess. And you're getting closer to that edge. And you get to that edge 
that edge is you don't want to go past that edge because it's destruction for you. Your life will be destroyed. You'll 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 be a believer, a believer. Once saved, always saved. I believe. But God is very gracious and he goes out and gets the one sheep and his arm is so long. He can reach the end of that circle. And right before you think you're going to just you can't take it anymore and you've had enough. He grabs you and pulls you in. And sometimes and a lot of times in my life, we don't have to ask him. He just does it. Yeah, that's right. He does it. You know, we put too much on ourselves that we have to do this for God. We don't Mm -hmm. have to do anything. He's already done it. He did everything at the cross. So we don't have to do anything. Right. We just have to, uh, for me, is just be honest with God and, and talk to him like you would talk to a, like your best friend. Mm-hmm. No big, huge prayer. I don't pray like my pastor. You don't have to. And if you're, maybe your pastor is a great guy, but you, you just talk to prayer is conversation. Right. That fellowship, really is communion. We have fellowship and communion and conversation is really the definition of prayer in the Greek. It's, it's, it's talking. We don't have to say thou God, almighty God in heaven, whose throne is forever. You just say, God, I blew it today. Mm-hmm. Now, I do a lot of praying in my car when I'm driving around because that's when I'm alone. And I turn off the radio and, and, and I feel like I'm talking to myself, but I'm talking to him. Mm-hmm. And he hears you. And you know how he hears you? When you come clean with God, you just know you're better. You just, the heaviness of guilt or the heavy, or just a heaviness that's on you is kind of just lifted off. It's true. God doesn't want us to live. Jesus died to take the sins of the world and the weight of the sins of the world off of us. We should be carrying those sins and that weight. Mm-hmm. He took it off. It says in the scriptures, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. It also says we are a new creation. We're literally, we talked about this, Dave. That when you get saved and ask Jesus in your heart, you, it literally changes your DNA. Mm-hmm. He, I believe it literally yeah, changes. Yeah, it does. And I know people who have had horrible lives and were in prison and done horrible things. They get saved. They're a completely different person. That's right. All, all the counseling, not the counseling's bad, and all the therapies, and not saying it's bad, couldn't do what happened in a few seconds right. of what God touching it. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking about this more in the future because I believe the Lord's right around the corner. And, and this goes for me. Everything goes for me. I'm not putting myself up. I'm, I'm like, I'm. You're including yourself and with the number. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm a believer. I'm uh, there's brothers and sisters out there. We're all going through it, but tell God you're going through it and don't put expectations on him, how he should answer. Well, I've asked for this and this and this and this. You need to be like, Bradshaw, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel. They said to the king, called them in, if you don't bow down right now and worship my image that I made of myself, you will be cast into the fiery furnace. And they said, you know what? Whether we die or our God delivers us from the furnace, we will not bow down. And they didn't, and God delivered them. But the point is, whether God delivers us or not, we need, we need to do the right thing in God's eyes. Right. You know, uh, Hebrews 11, the, the faith chapter, the same thing, those people, some of them were being thrown in prison and being tortured. But it says in that same passage of whom the world was not worthy of, for they were looking for a kingdom 
that would come down out of heaven, not made by human hands, but mm-hmm. by God. It's all about perspective. And COVID and the mainstream media and the and Republicans and Democrats that are not good people, their whole goal is to put fear into you, make you doubt God, make you doubt your neighbors, make you doubt other races. They want to start a race war. That is not God. Right. That is the enemy. That is the devil. He want to divide us by economics, by race, by politics. And God says a house divided amongst itself will not stand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's what's happening to our country. And the only way to bring this country back is to get on our knees as individuals and repent before God. And repent means turn around and change. 180 degree turnaround. And repent and change and move on. And if you're a believer tonight and you love the Lord and you're living for the Lord, bless you. We need more believers that are loving the Lord. But if you're a believer tonight and you're listening or watching this and you're struggling with your life, remember, there's a God out there who made everything that you see. And he's real. And his son is coming back to take the earth over because God gave him the deed. And he owns it. And he's for you, not against you. Mm-hmm. And it says in Romans, soon Satan will be crushed under your feet. So he, Satan's days are numbered. The Antichrist's days are numbered. But your days are outnumbered because you're going to live forever. There's no number to your name, the, the days you're going to live. You're going to live forever and ever and ever in heaven. And your days will be forever and ever. You'll mm-hmm. never stop existing. You'll be who you are forever in heaven without the sinful body, without this worldly system, in a place that Paul said he couldn't even describe. It was so amazing. Yeah. So I'm going this direction tonight because the more I study about the COVID and, and the corruption in our government and, and even in our churches, it just sickens me. It just right. sickens me. And uh, I think to myself, is, there, is this, is this going to get better? And I'm reminded, yeah, it's going to get better. But the person that's going to make it better is Yeshua, HaMashiach. Mm-hmm. He's going to come back and he's going to make it better. And he's the only one that can. No politician, not even Trump, can fix everything. But Yeshua's coming back. And he's mm-hmm. coming back with an army. And in that army are your brothers and sisters that have gone before you. Mm-hmm. We're all going to, We're all going to be together someday very soon. You know, speaking of armies, nice segue. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you were, you were talking about um, the reason why, you know, he wants to get it down to 500 million, or they want to get it down to 500 million. <clears throat> well, having read a lot of the books by uh, people that have talked to abductees and know what they've been told, um, the plan is, from my, my understanding, is that uh, these so-called aliens or fallen angels, yeah. let's be real about it, they're fallen angels, um, their plan is to make another race. And that's why they, they always, when they abduct people, they take the sperm and ovum. Um, but they tweak the DNA. So you were talking about how our DNA changes when we come to know the Lord. So they're taking the DNA of a normal man and human and tweaking it so they could be more alien. Okay, so it's kind of the um, flip-flop of uh, what we become. Uh, Yeah. And um, if you read about these beings, I'm not going to call them people because people denotes um, human beings. 
these are different than human beings. And um, one of the concerns that they have is that human population tends to grow faster than they can produce these creatures. Um, and they, they always talk about the change and the changes that when they take over. And it makes a lot of sense to me because, you know, when you read um, Joel, about Joel's army, it's more of a demonic army than it is anything else. And they, you know, they're pierced, but they are not killed. Um, they can, I can't remember everything in Joel, but they seem like a supernatural army. Um, and then you read in Daniel um, chapter two about uh, uh, the feet that are of iron and clay and that um, the kingdom will be mixed with iron and clay. But it says they will not mingle. They will mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they will not cleave to one another. So in order to mingle themselves with the seed of men, they have to be something other than mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, that's where I, I think it's going with this. And uh, and uh, so their plan is basically, you know, and you read about um, you read about the uh, the end times um, at the very end of the end times uh, when an army forms to fight Yeshua when he comes back. Now, yes, that could be people that are. It could include people that are so debased that they believe that, you know, um, but it also could be a, a number of people that aren't really people and are at the whim of the uh, the enemy, Lucifer or Satan, and um, are programmed to fight against him when he comes back. And uh, I don't know, I'm just throwing that in, but that that is probably one of the reasons, you know, of course, you know, the rapture is going to send the world into a tailspin. Oh, big time. Uh, but, you know, to replace Christians and maybe to replace a lot of humanity that, that is going to be killed, because it says that at one point, a third of mankind is killed. And then um, a second time, it's a third of the two thirds that's left. So that's, you know, it's probably about two or three billion people that are going to be killed um, through the plagues and stuff like that. And um, the rest of them, you know, a lot of people are going to be beheaded and stuff like that. It's going to make a big dent in the population. Um so, uh, you know, I think the, the whole goal is to replace humanity. Uh, it won't succeed. You know, we were promised that by Yeshua. It won't succeed. And uh, it's interesting that he says that he's when he comes back, he's going to have to shorten time. Because if he hadn't shortened time, then all flesh might not be, you know. Um, is he, I got to look up that word flesh to see exactly what it means. Does it, does it mean mankind just or or? flesh in general but um, it could be alluding to the fact that mankind will not be on the earth anymore if he doesn't come back soon you know so there's there's a lot of things to look at that are that are quite interesting in that in that aspect of why they want to get us down to 500 million and i got news for them they can try all they want and it's not going to happen unless god gives them permission to do it that's right um and he is. Um, he says in his word that he's not appointed his people to wrath. So, you know, when that time comes, whoever's left will kind of be safely tucked away, I think, um, at least from the judgments of God. You know, um, the judgments of man, that's a different story. You know, man, man has always persecuted other men. And uh, so it's possible that um, during this period, you know, uh, the, the Christians that come to know the Lord during that period will will be persecuted by mankind, but um, will definitely be gone. I think the second set of Christians 
that are left after the rapture will be gone, you know, um, at his, at the, uh, towards the middle of the, um, the tribulation. And then it's just going to be the peoples of the world. Um, and the Nephilim that are in the world at that time that are going to be against God. So, um, anyway, it's just, just an idea to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, there's interesting times coming ahead. I mean, we're in interesting times, but I think what's coming is going to make this look like a, a picnic in the park, uh, so to speak. Uh, read Revelation. It's, it's incredible. Um, some of the things that happen. And, um, so anyway, I think we're approaching our time, Brian. I think you're right. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, do you have anything else to add, Brian? Or no, no. I... Okay. All right, because if you do, we can go another fifteen. But um, okay, folks. Well, it looks like we've we've talked, and and you know, I I kind of interjected that in the end, and I really would you know keep that in your mind. But in more than that, keep what Brian talked about in your mind because um, he offered a hope. You know, he he offered Yeshua to you. He offered hope, and that's what this world needs. Yes, we need to know what's going to happen. It's nice to know what's going to happen or possibly happen, but it's also nice to know or even more nice to know how we're going to be protected and and taken out of the way so that, you know, we won't have to experience those things. I know I don't want to. I know you don't want to, Brian, and I'd say about 99% of the audience wouldn't want to either. Um yeah, I always got to give him that one little margin. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. always one in the cloud. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, folks, chew on that. You know, we've given you a lot of fodder to chew on. And um, I think we're coming back on Monday night with Gordy Tong. Uh, we had him on a few weeks ago, and he talked about the parallels between the um, abductions in the Middle Ages and, and all throughout time and, and current-day abductions. And, uh We've yet to, to talk about what we're going to present when he comes back on. but um, And there's still some other people. Like Gordy's trying to get a bunch of people for us. He's <laughs> And Gordy usually gets what he wants. So <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have a bunch of different guests on. So uh, stay tuned because uh, the ride is just beginning. The guy has just cranked the roller coaster and we're getting ready to go. So Yes, right. Uh, yeah. So on behalf of uh, me and the opposing matrix, opposing the matrix, sorry, and you, Brian, um, folks, have a wonderful, blessed week, and uh, just be blessed as you walk in His ways and in His His edicts and His and what He said to do, and and you do it joyfully because God loves a joyful person that that follows His will with joy in His heart. Yeah. So. That having been said, uh, Brian, I fit you a bear, bid you a fair ado. I can't talk anymore. I fit you a bear ado. <laughs> you know what's bad is I totally understand you. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I'm going to keep it going, Brian, after I shut it off. So, folks, okay. have a wonderful week. Goodbye. <laughs>